So he goes, what about some other stuff like weed, ecstasy, MDMA, shrooms, DMT? What? He sent these to me as individual messages. <laughs> and I wrote back. This is where I fucked up. Okay. I wrote back, I've done weeding before. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of Sidetracked. My name is Mitchell Parry and joining me again through the screen is the one and only Nicholas Jimmy John Frowny Brown. How are you doing today, mate? You, you say it as if we've been doing the show for ages. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. once again, like we're, we're two years into it. This is episode two, Mitch. Let's slow down. We're not that good. It feels like a lifetime. Yeah. Let's just say it that way. Our three weeks of backbone into this. I feel like we've been doing this forever, mate. Yeah, collectively, look, we've, um, I, I don't know. How's your fame, fame threshold going, Mitch? We've talked about that on oh, backbone, but like yeah. this past week, I've got a lot of good comments um, coming out of it, which I think is a good thing. Wait, good comments coming out of Backbone because I'm not on it anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not, I didn't want to talk about Sidetrack. That, that's another no, thing the, completely. The fame's, the fame's going good. Having a uh, private blocked Instagram account, I get to pick the abusive messages that I get to read. So, you know, it, it has its ups and downs, I reckon. you just got to be smart about how you take the hate mail, I think. Absolutely. Uh, I want to say, just before we get going, Mitch, if it's okay, uh, that with this episode and with the next few episodes, we're going to be running it on both the Backbone feed and its own feed, uh, Sidetrack. So if you are listening on the same place that you're going to listen to Backbone, uh, there will be a link in the description of this podcast in the next few weeks before we kind of, um, I guess, phase it out and then we leave it on its own thing. So if you are listening there and you want to keep listening, we'll put that link down there for everybody to click and go nuts on your Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Uh, what do we got planned today, Mitch? So today we're going to finally do our... Review of My Octopus Teacher. Me and Nick have both watched the uh, documentary during the week. We'll have our thoughts. A few apologies, I think, are needed as well. After our review of the trailer (laughs) last week. (laughs) Um, We've got that. We're going to be discussing updates on George, the LSD dealer. Yep. I think uh, we all need to know about that. Updates on, I think, uh, Steve Hooker. Are we going to give a little bit of an update on him? And then we're going to finish off with some uh, YouTube rabbit holes. I think we've all fallen down once or twice in our life. (laughs) Um, I was looking through the week and uh, did you see that story on the news that it was uh, the go-kart guy who like threw his bumper at the go-karts running past? Oh, I saw that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I just was thinking to myself, like, how... How ridiculous for you to take a sport like go-karting so goddamn <laughs> seriously. <laughs> like, I, you're a motorsport fan. I'm not, but I can appreciate the, uh, the the elegance and the precision and the, you know, what you have yeah. to do to be so good at it. But when it comes to fucking go-karting, I think all my respect goes out the window. <laughs> do you know? Dude, this dude literally, he's, he, he gets, I think he gets run off the track or something like that. He's pissed off. He grabs his bumper from his <laughs> go-kart that I only assume goes like 20 k's an hour and, and just starts it at the fucking go-karts come do, you know what, do you know where I reckon he went wrong with it as well, Nick? <laughs> is you've got to think. So if you've got another sport, say you're playing AFL yeah. and you're trying to line someone up, <laughs> that guy has every much power, as, like bit of power you do because you're just two human beings. You can prepare for it, anything. This guy could have got hit by a fucking go-kart. <laughs> like, what the, the power was not in his hands. It is taken out of his hands. The risk v. reward scenario was not in his favour, <laughs> but I love his audacity. And then after the race, or when they when he's when his oh, rival pitted, he was just pitting and he spear tackles him over <laughs> like I was spear tackling you after you hit me over Ryobi speaker at Unify. Fucking yeah, next next year I'm gonna bring a fucking go-kart to Unify. <laughs> just plow you through the tent. I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong. 
here, but I just can't imagine like the go-kart circuit being such a multi-million dollar industry, kind of like the F1s <laughs> and like NASCAR and all that. Like I know NASCAR, all you have to do is turn slightly to the left, but like there's just something about that that seems infinitely more impressive than just you and your little go-kart because I can go go-karting, Mitch. <laughs> to be, it doesn't yeah. make me a champion. I've been to Le Mans go-karting in Dandy South, and I tell you what, I reckon people bring guns to that place if something goes wrong. <laughs> I was, you know, we talking with uh, Steve Hooker, and I, yes. I, I got a little bit, oh, I got a little bit trigger happy during the week, Mitch. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean okay. to do this. I just got no, a little it's bit. All right. uh, it, when I when I wake up in the morning, I've said this a couple of times that like I my first hour, I am like just out of it. I'll say and do anything just to please people. And, oh, Jesus Christ. That's- <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just a sleepy masturbation machine. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I woke up the day after last week's show, and I just went on Instagram. Don't know why, and I messaged Steve Hooker. Oh I, no! But I didn't message him on Instagram because we found him. We tracked him down. We did. Uh, we did. I didn't message him with any words. I just messaged him with the picture of you pole vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and God. He hasn't read it yet, but I've got a plan, Mitch. I've got a plan. Okay. I think we can execute this well. If For we... those listening, I genuinely didn't know about this either. <laughs> this, I'm learning this right now myself. So the plan is if we can pretend like we actually care about pole vaulting and we actually want yep. him on the show and we really respect him as a person. Okay. <laughs> then okay. He, yeah. and, and then we cut it up afterwards to, and just like kind oh of my paste God. that to him. Maybe he'll come on the show. So I reckon for the next 30 to 60 seconds, I'll start it off and then we'll just kind of talk about it. Okay. Okay. You know, like I've just been thinking this century, like of all the greatest sporting achievements of all time. And on a personal level, I just remember Steve Hooker clinching that medal at that Olympics. And I just thought to myself, like that might be the greatest moment ever. What do you think? I I remember that sporting event at that Olympics as well in that, um, that city. And (laughs) I, I tell you what, Nick, I've never seen a sport hit those heights. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ruining it. It's all good. It's cut and paste. I it's don't even know when it happens. <laughs> I was like trying to think. I'm like, was it an Olymp- Was it even an Olympics or a Commonwealth Games? Could we not have aimed this at Kathy Freeman or something? <laughs> at least I have some background to whatever she did. Holy shit! <laughs> oh. Should we go and octopus teacher Mitch? I, I really want to fucking talk about this. Um, all right, we need to talk. about Do you it. want to? T- I want you to take the new ball. Take it away, mate. All right, I'm just going to start off with an apology. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to uh, apologise to any uh, sea life fiends. I don't know if that's what I call you. Uh, it turns out he doesn't fuck the octopus. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll just start. I'll just start with an apology because you know I think I think it works best. So I don't have someone sitting at Melbourne Aquarium, the whole team sitting around going, "He's got to apologise at some point." Um, yeah. So me and Nick both watched it. We have not discussed this either, by the way. This is new ground for both of us. Oh my god. Um, I've 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 got a couple of points. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've figured out that this guy was trying to make. Um, one of them that I found amazing was when he said the line, and then you have to start thinking like an octopus. <laughs> so for those who don't know, I've just got to quickly give a thing about it. This man, all right, he goes into the ocean, meets an octopus, likes the octopus, visits the octopus every day. Spoiler alert, it dies. <laughs> oh my God. 
Or should we not say that? <laughs> the first thing I actually wrote down uh, as I was watching this was, there's a serious lack of interspecies fornication going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just there was, and the best part was the trailer led us on. Obviously, but it there, did. there was this thing of like there was moments in the story where it felt like, is this where they're gonna start fucking? Is this where yeah. the, it, it lays on its chest and you're like, here they go, oh, and like here they go. It's just like and. I, sorry, I had so many, so many fucking notes written down, Mitch. I'm so excited to go through. All right, no, hit me, hit me. I've so, got a couple, but I want to hear yours. Early on, the way they portray this guy, whose name I don't give a shit about, um, you might Steve Hooker. We're going to call him for the rest, <laughs> the rest of this taco. Um, it made him seem like he was like a new superhero, and I've almost thought that yep. at the end of it, he was going to come out as like, I am Octopus Man, like being like <laughs> part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to like counter Aquaman from DC. Yeah, walks out <laughs> looking like Jason Momoa, <laughs> fucking an octopus. <laughs> And at one stage, I'm like kind of on my phone watching it, and I hear like um, an- animals. Animals are extremely exotic and strange, and I thought he said extremely erotic and strange. And I Here just, it goes. And I was like, "Come on, boys! I'm fucking- Come on, do it!" And there was a moment in this fucking thing where it's uh, it's like. Uh, they're talking about the uh, octopus and it's kind of hiding in all these shells. And then it goes, uh, the fish seem to be confused around it and it pans to fish. And I'm like, they're fucking fish. They're always confused, Mitch. Have you ever looked at an aquarium, looked at the fish and go, geez, they've got a plan, don't they? (laughs) They've got an attention span of 10 seconds, Mitch. Like how, what else can they look like? It doesn't matter what context you put them in. They're going to look confused. The one thing that annoyed me a little bit about it, I'm just not a very artsy person when it comes to things, <laughs> yeah. other than music, which I'm still pretty shit at. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, there was one point, everything he was describing, he didn't give the octopus a name, he referred to the octopus as she, yeah. and he was always so dramatic, and he's always, you know, building up, and there's music, the entire time there was music in the background. I kind of wish that it was made by someone who just said it how it was. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. I went to the ocean, I saw an octopus, I named it Sheila, saw it every day, we become mates, and then it fucked off and died. Like, just say it how it was. It could have gone for seven minutes. So, you know, you know, you remember what killed the, uh, what ended up biting and like kind of killing the thing at the end, right? Do you know, remember yep. what it was called? What killed and bit it at the end? Yeah. What, was it the pajama the, shark? The pajama <laughs> shark. The least threatening name you would ever... S- this is like a supervillain to our Octopus Man, right? you got Octopus Man the movie with pajama shark and its sidekicks, the, uh, the pillow hippo and the cuddly whale. Like, this is where are these names coming from? They're like, the stripes on the shark is why we call it the pajama shark. There's no bananas in pajamas, I tell you that much. I don't know what pajamas these are. There's one fucking, I was losing my mind when one of them said, uh, or the dude said, something happens when that animal makes contact. And I just remember, I literally like turned and I was like, that's what we call an erection. <laughs> it's like, something happens. It's just, you're rock hard because this guy wants to fuck. I like it as well when he's like, when so obviously the octopus becomes in danger and whatnot. Well, of course it is. It's an octopus. It lives with pajama sharks. We all know the dangers <laughs> behind that. But there was there was a point where, um, <laughs> I just like, curse you, pajama curse shark. you, pajama sharks. <laughs> just like screaming in the air, rain coming down. I don't even know, Frowny. I don't even know where to start. Like I said, one of my notes was it is a prequel to Aquaman, so I felt like <laughs> yeah. we we're very similar on, on that. the right path. Um, oh, I liked it when he kind of, um, he said how addictive cold water was. Yeah. And all I wrote was the number, so five minutes into this documentary, and the number one note I took down is, going in cold water is as addictive as crack. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's it's, all I learned. It's, apparently, like it sends off all these chemicals, just like crack does. I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I'm assuming that's what crack does. Sends off chemicals somewhere. Uh, there's there's a few good lines. Like you know when uh he like grabs the octopus comes up with him to the surface because he needed to breathe. Yes. Imagine like because he's talking about how strong it is now. Imagine if the octopus didn't understand that the human need to go to the surface and just dragged it down, drowned it. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just like engulfs him with his fucking big sheet thing and eats him. It's like, do you reckon it would have been less sad as well if the man had to die, not the octopus? <laughs> Absolutely. I was, I bawled my eyes out when that octopus got taken away by a shark. <laughs> it was pretty incredible some points. But like, he did say when, that's what I was going to say before, when the octopus was uh, dying and whatnot and it was getting attacked by the oh-so-scary pyjama shark, <laughs> um, <laughs> he was saying, you cannot mess with nature. You must let it take its cause. I'm like, yeah, every human spends every day of his life with a shark in the ocean, doesn't he, you big dickhead? <laughs> like, you, it's, that's not natural. Wouldn't, like, if my mate's getting beaten up at a park, I would not stand there and go, nah, it's nature. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> like, it's a way it works. I literally, this is the note. I'm going to read a word for word that I had. The shark, eat, the shark eats one of his arms. The dude did nothing. You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> that's what he would, that's what the octopus would have been shouting. And then it'd be, <laughs> and then I also said I'd be going down there with my AR-15 to take that fucking shark out. And then, and then under that, I says, "What if my, uh, my mate was getting beaten to death?" I'm not going to say, "Sorry, bro, it's just part of nature." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I like this is a universal thread here oh, that we worked 100%. out. Hundred percent. It's so true. No fucking logical sense, Mitch. I have no. no idea where he came up with that. There's also a really great moment where, like, he's trying to gain the fucking octopus's trust, and then he drops a camera on its head. <laughs> <laughs> and then it swims away and the whole movie turns into a stalker flick where he's trying to 100%. Like, he's trying to fucking find this octopus he, for a week he was learning tracks and everything <laughs> but like going back to the whole us talking about not sticking up for something and it being nature's course I can't remember a fucking dog getting hit by a car 190 years ago like, do you know what I mean that's all I'm saying Nick is, is that things come into it be a man, protect your octopus. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. That's all you have to do. It wasn't that hard. I don't know why that was his decision. It still makes no sense to me. He also like he also um has this bit where he goes to find the octopus at night. And I, yeah. I just I was begging, I was begging this movie or this doco for the, him to go down at night and the octopus to be hanging around with another human. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is really common. He's just like, what are you doing down here? What are you doing here? The octopus is just a slut. Just loves it. The other human's got an AR-15 in his hand as well. I'm killing that pyjama shark. I don't give a shit about that. That would have been great if there was a number two and the octopus didn't actually die. It was just a messy divorce and he had to kill it off or something. Oh, my God. Um, it goes um like it's had its arm bitten off, which looks like it kind of looks like the inside of a teddy bear, like the uh, yeah. leg broken off or whatever. And it's like it says it's weak and it needs food, and it brings it food. And I just imagined him like getting like a KFC zinger box and just bringing it down. <laughs> and then the, then the octopus being like, I don't like potato and gravy. It just like <laughs> just Get out of here. I can't remember that in Nature Frowny, a uh, human bringing an octopus yeah, food every day. Yeah, yeah like you double standard. You double standard fuckhead. Um, and also, I, so many bits that I just wish they went. I wish this was a movie. Like, I wish this wasn't yeah. a doco. I wish this was kind of like based on true events. And what I mean by that is they just take it and just go completely left field with oh, it. Oh, uh, just do whatever you want. There's one bit where. <laughs> 
they're like the, he, the dude doesn't mention a son until like a bit into the movie, probably halfway in. And he goes, oh, uh, my son became interested. And I just, I just imagine the camera panning and his son's like half octopus. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> like, he's like the dude from Pirates of <laughs> Just like flapping his arms and like, kill me. <laughs> one, of those, one of those test experiments gone wrong kind of thing. Oh my, yeah, no wonder the octopus died after giving birth. <laughs> it had a fucking human head coming out. It's, what do you call it? What? It's, it's, I wouldn't have a vagina, would it? I don't know. I'm not going into. I'm not going to octopus anatomy. We promised each other we wouldn't do this, and we're not going to do it. Do you, reckon, do you reckon when he um when he came down, he had another octopus next to him, and they were mating? Oh. Do you reckon that pissed him off? Do you reckon he was oh, like that could have my. been me? I reckon he did. Like genuinely, not even for the humour. Do you reckon he did get jealous? Absolutely. Like, uh, do you, I, he spent a week. He's a stage five clinger, Mitch. You got to understand. He this. is. He spent a week looking for this octopus, and the re- the thing was, the octopus got pissed off because he dropped a camera on his head. It's like yeah, it yeah. moved houses. <laughs> it was in witness protection. It was closer to the oh so scary pajama sharks. <laughs> Take a hint, dude. It was. It would have all been fantastic if, at the end of the movie, at just the last scene. It just it just turned into like the end of Sausage Party, you know, when all the f- the food oh, start fucking. It's fucking. just like oh, under the yes. sea, everyone's just fucking going, <laughs> just <laughs> just mashing <laughs> each other. Even even the fucking uh, what are they? The pajama sharks are getting involved. <laughs> They're like, we love you guys anyway. But it ended on a very somber note, and it I, was very somber. Yeah, I very d- somber. I was just like, when he took when the shark, the shark literally takes its kind of like already half eaten corpse and just. It just takes it in its mouth and just goes off, off into the sunset. It was really sad. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Now it's got to be part two. He's going to try and retrieve the rest of the <laughs> octopus from the pajama shark. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if. So this guy has a son, right? Do you reckon yeah. he still has a wife? Oh, I like, don't imagine know, that. Ima- no, imagine this fucking oh. thing. Imagine, like, the wife questioning him on it and just wife being like, I would rather you cheat on me. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I would rather you cheat on me than say you're going to see a fucking octopus every day. Can, can you imagine the chat they had before he left the house every day? He'd dramatically walk out with his flippers and he kind of half cocks the door and she goes, are you going? And he goes, I must leave. <laughs> and then just, like, dramatically walks out and every single day that happens. It's just like, how? Way to <laughs> the danger zone. <laughs> Just like they're all going. What do you reckon the the sequel will be called? Like my octopus teacher back with vengeance or something <laughs> like that. If he goes back for the sharks, like my my octopus teacher. Like, but it's like set in a classroom, so like the teachers become the student kind of thing. Because <laughs> now we've got all these babies and only a handful survive. Apparently, oh. a half a million eggs go off. That's pretty wild. And only that's handful very. Survive. We learned that. <laughs> it's fucking learning here on uh, on fucking sidetrack to tell you that much. And then like I just imagine because. As, as we've said, like, you know, we've got the Tiger King and we've got the yep. Don't Fuck With Cats and now we've got My Octopus Teacher. Like, I'm imagining the next one's, like, Llama Liver. Like, where you just live <laughs> with llamas for a week and just see what happens. Like, that was that was the first one that came to my head. Just, like, what can where can you go from this Netflix? Is there a place you can go? I don't know if there is. So, we got, right, so what have they done? So, they've done, obviously, a guy that kills cats. They've done a shark that kills octopus. I can't even remember. A man that kills tigers. There is a theme here, Frowdy. There is a theme here. A lot of murder and betrayal going on. And not enough sex. Not enough interspecies sex, mind you. I I just don't want them to bring ducks or anything like that. No, I can't handle that, man. duck shooting. Just literal duck shooting. Oh, that'd be so bad. Oh, but that's like... I was interested in it. It was very well shot, very pretty. I Amazing, must admit, yeah. like it was really well done. Um, it's pretty mental. Some of like the 
creatures going on under the sea, which was kind of sick. And yeah, I can I can understand now that yeah, you could probably identify the same octopus every time. It's not like he was running a train on the whole family. Yeah, that you, was you a, were wrong about that. That was Freddy. a misquote. Apologize. Everything Apologize. else. <laughs> everything else I was right about, but in that one, <laughs> I was I got misquoted. Uh, that was not me who said that. My editor, no. my editor clipped it up to make me sound like an idiot. I tell you that much. So you're the one that's saying that you didn't say that if this guy come to a party. <laughs> <laughs> with a sea of octopus that he was running trains on. I believe you. That wasn't you. I just, look, it was last week was a long time ago, Mitch. You, you acted like we've been going for two years at the start of the show, so let's let's all leave yeah. it in the past. Oh, Freddy. But no, honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, documentary, in my opinion, a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was um, I thought it was good. I thought it was I thought it was well shot. Too dramatic for my liking. I wish if like I don't know. Wish the octopus... Nah, I won't say that. <laughs> yep, six out of ten. <laughs> Dude, the parody... There has to be a parody of this. You know, I actually literally... Oh. I As soon as I finished watching... You know what the first thing I did? This is how good my, this is how good my mind is. The first thing I did, I typed in my octopus teacher into Pornhub because I wanted to see if that was oh. parodies already. No, instead we got naughty American diamond kitty fuck student to keep his mouth shut. And- I love that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and fucking my English teacher after school in brackets... Horny. <laughs> you imagine that if they didn't put the horny bit in there and a guy was watching like, I don't know if I'll get off to this. Oh, wait. No, horny's in there. <laughs> it's like, gone, you know, like all the YouTube videos were like gone sexual in brackets or gone wrong or something like that. Imagine a porno gone sexual. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Mitch, uh, Georgie LSD deal was a topical yep. um, topic of conversation, I guess, last week. Yes, it was. Uh, I've had a few messages about it. Um, people wanting to know if it was real. Um, we've had a police officer contact us. Oh, yes. We did. I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitch's eyes lit up there. He thought we were actually in trouble. <laughs> I uh, thought I was in trouble. A friend for a of ours who's a um, police officer uh, kind of chimed in on the situation. Mitch, can we talk about that? Can we talk about what uh, he said? I yeah, I won't name names yeah. or anything, but a, a friend who's a, who's a police officer, and he messaged me and said, is this real? And I instantly went, oh, <laughs> I was expecting to get a delete this now or and then he goes he goes uh just let you know he's probably not a real person just wants to steal your money I fuck with him all the time myself <laughs> I tell you what Mitch I don't see he doesn't have the relationship that me and George do. That's, a, that's the oh. thing. These, these are just random cops. I thought, Nick, this week, if I didn't know if he was talking to you or not, and I got a little bit jealous of the relationship like a <laughs> wife to an octopus. <laughs> so I thought that I would reach out myself to <sighs> LSD World Magazine number three. And we did also discover there is a number one and two, by the way. <laughs> this is 100% real. Um, I don't think I have the relationship you do with him, Nick. Yeah. I had to backpedal a little bit. Oh, no. I... Um, it didn't go for very long, our conversation. Okay. and But do you want me to just read out what happened with me? Absolutely. And um, Mr. Worldwide, whatever his name is. Wait, give me one second. LSD World just... Magazine 3. How do you forget there a name is. so iconic? <laughs> All right. So I thought I'd just message off. Because uh, to start, you don't just want to straight up message a guy that's selling LSD to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, hey, man, give me LSD. Yeah. So I just wrote to him like, hey, man, what's up? Yep. And he wrote back. He's like, hey, how are you doing, mate? Oh. Thinking, I, uh, you know, Pretty good. would you like to purchase LSD? Oh, no. <laughs> so straight off the bat, straight off the bat, Nick. And I'm like, so I thought I'd play the dumb card. Oh, yeah. You know, I wanted to play the, I've got no idea what drugs are. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah. by the way. Of course. Uh, and for any wrote, police officers listening, <laughs> don't know what a drug I is. I do not know what a drug is. And I wrote, 
I'm not sure that what that is, to be honest. Is it a liquid? Question mark. Is it a liquid? Thinking, yeah, I asked if it was a liquid. Like, and he goes, actually, I have LSD sheets in my stock, oh my but also can get some liquids too from my supplier. Depends what? on which one you prefer. Hang on. And I'm like, oh my god, what? So you can get his, like you can get this LSD put in like a Gatorade grape bottle or something like yes. that. <laughs> I completely went wrong. I was pretending I didn't know anything about drugs, but it, ten- it turns out I know more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he goes, uh, which one do you prefer? And I just wrote back, very stupidly, is this some kind of drug? Oh, Question mark. Very good, very good. And he goes, yeah, don't you know what LSD is? Question mark. And I just wrote back, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I want this guy to explain it to me. I want to get George. So oh. he goes... What about some other stuff like weed, ecstasy, MDMA, shrooms, DMT? What? He sent these to me as individual messages and I wrote back. This is where I fucked up. I wrote back, I've done weeding before. I've done weeding. And then I wrote to him, everything else is very confusing to me. I'm religious and never heard of any of it. Didn't get any reply to that. So I thought I'd just write back, sorry, my English isn't very good. (laughs) (laughs) I have since not heard from George LSD, dear. (laughs) Just to show you, Nick, that is, uh, sorry, my my English English isn't... (laughs) <laughs> Very good. Oh, so this... I, it's you now, man. It's all on you. So, a couple of things I want to get out. Like one person messaged me because we we're talking about the sizings last week, and they were uh, how it was like fifteen v fifteen. So yeah. I don't know what fifteen times fifteen is. Sounds like a lot. Uh, whatever that number is. And someone said, "Are you trying to get have a trip? Are you leading a fucking suicide cult? Because <laughs> that's a lot of LSD." And I was like, yeah, "That's true." And then. Tickle me, tickle me, surprised Mitch when on Friday yep. night on the news I saw a drug bust, thirty million dollars worth of heroin and cocaine confiscated in adult sex toys. Wow. I love how it says confiscated. Give me that. What does that mean? <laughs> like confiscated just sounds like you're taking it for yourself. All the all the policemen are just shooting up, going nuts over this. Um so I, I think George <laughs> George is my octopus. George is, is my he's, George he's, is my octopus teacher. Yeah, everybody has their king, their queen, their daddy. He's my octopus teacher. He's teaching me the ways at the moment. And oh. it was really hurtful when I saw a person who we both know and who commented um, showing a message that he contacted someone mm-hmm. else asking yes. the exact same thing, opening with the exact same line. And Mitch, that hurt. And like it does. I, I was. I felt like I just had a camera dropped on my head in the ocean and I wanted to go away for a week. <laughs> you just uh, covered yourself in shells. <laughs> yeah. So that happens and I yep. I just think I'm like, where do I where do I go from here? And I just I got I was a fit of rage. It was around the same time I messaged Steve Hooker. Um, oh, and, yeah. and I sent him the screenshot of him messaging someone else and I just said, Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't message for a while for like two days. He didn't message, and then oh, I, and then no. I just so I just send him a couple of question marks, like question mark, question mark. Well, with yeah. another question. you got something to say here, and George? He, and then he goes, he's just like, I'm running a business, dude. And I'm, like, I'm like, I thought we had something, George. I'm running a relationship, George. <laughs> you are my octopus teacher. <laughs> you no, know, I've actually had a few friends that I um, 
few friends who have had messages from George ever since me and you have oh, become quite close is, with this him. This is annoying. I don't like this. I felt I thought we were special. I thought we had something, me and George, but here I am. And unfortunately, because I, I tried to bring the conversation back, I just simply asked for a price point because I wanted to st- I wanted to start there. He yeah. has a message back in three days. So either he's listened to the fucking show or he's just caught on to our stupidity. I and mean, maybe he's realized, maybe maybe you've ruined it for me, Mitch. Maybe, you know, oh. I don't know. Maybe he saw that we're following each other or something like that. And maybe I did make my account private ever since oh, he okay, liked nine right. of my photos. <laughs> um, yeah, the drug dealer liking nine of your photos is not a good sign, is it? I also did see that he is following Custo as well. Yeah, on he Instagram. Is not, he's following Nathan, which is. I want to know what he's saying to him. I want to know, like, maybe Get he... your own content, Custo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you bring yourself up back, bro, I'll fucking kill you. Um, but just, oh, I just feel like I feel like this week I'm gonna go hard this weekend because yep. I'm gonna I, I don't know. I don't know why on the weekend he'll reply more, but I guess he might be awake more. I was looking up, I actually you know how um they were talking about it could be just people, could be cops, could be just people in New South Wales or something like yeah. that. I actually messaged him in the middle of the night, Georgian time. And it was like 3 a.m. And he didn't message back until for Ooh. about eight hours until about 11 a.m. So I was like, okay, like that. That's interesting. That checks out. That checks out for like what, my very, my very did weak just, test. Did you just become an LSD detective? <laughs> yeah. I just feel like George is, is kind of playing a bit hard to get now. But he might yeah. be the octopus. Maybe I'm his octopus teacher. Maybe it works both ways. Maybe you don't know, but all I know is I think he's doing well at the moment, George. Oh, if you're listening right now and you're a fan of the podcast, yep. you know, keep at it, buddy. I know businesses are hard. Um, we'll all get over COVID. Um, <laughs> you'll get a 15 by 15 sheet safely to Australia soon one day, I'm sure, mate. <laughs> well, imagine this. Like, you know, like for Backbone, I've, I've reached out before to like breweries and I've reached out to like soda companies. Oh, I know all where you're this. going with this. Imagine, imagine oh, we, no. we, we message him and we go, hey, George. Um, how about this? We promote you personally. We link your Instagram in every episode for the next 20 weeks. Uh, for anyone who wants to buy LSD, just send us a 15 by 15 sheet. That's our promotion. Oh, Nick, I'm not going to say it's your best idea. I'm not going to say it's your worst. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's an idea. Right? Okay, well, I don't mind that. I feel like that's something. Um, just wanted to go on the topic. I think this is something that everyone can kind of relate to a little bit on this. YouTube rabbit holes. Yes. And I want to I wanna discuss something myself. So I'm a little bit weird when it comes to things. I I'm not really into when I'm not trying to sound like a like a hippie or a hipster or anything like that, but like I'm not really into like mainstream movies or whatnot. Yep. I find it boring. Oh, there's a lot of things I lose my attention really quickly. But I find myself get I get fascinated with things. Like I remember I went and I got obsessed with um Mount Everest. Yep. Don't know why. Yeah. Two months I was just like researching <laughs> Mount Everest. <laughs> Like, I could tell you fucking 8,848 metres tall. Like, I know everything about fucking Mount Everest. <laughs> Area 51, same thing. Yeah. But Nick, in the last, I'd say three weeks, I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, something I really need to get off my chest. Yeah. Tell the public about. Oh, it's hard. There's a man I watch on YouTube that opens Pokemon cards. <laughs> And I'm oh, so no. obsessed. Are you with sure it. you don't want me to edit this out, Mitch? Like this is, like, this, this is really hurting you right now. So fucking obsessed, Nick. You have no idea. Like it goes. Honestly, I'm like things I watch. This guy opening Pokemon cards, hentai porn. Um, it's, a, it's a, the list. The list. He's at at the top. It's funny you say that because I was watching a video this week um, saying that. 
Pokemon is the highest grossing industry ever. Nine, yep. Nearly $90 billion in revenue. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's about to hit its 25-year anniversary. There's still, you know, this dude, I'm assuming, he would buy these rare, like, kind of boxes of packs, right? And then he opens them. Certain holographic cards, if you get, it's like... It's ridiculous. A, if you get a Charizard, and it's, like, a good grade... $200,000. As in, yeah, as in, if, like, if it's a grade 10, meaning it's a... Very good yeah. quality. It doesn't have any bumps or scratches in it. Yeah, and it's first edition. You get two hundred grand for that. Like but that's this, so mental. This, this guy used to be a lawyer, and he quit his oh, job wow. <laughs> to open Pokemon cards. Wow. And he does that. He like he will open like ten, twenty thousand dollar first edition packs. Oh. He'll open them. He'll get his cards, and then he'll send them off to be graded. And then the next week, he will re- reveal all his grades of the cards he's just spent all this money on. Wow. And I tell you what, it's so easy to have a wank over. <laughs> like, you could sit there and, like, you look at your dick, it's magic carp, and you just go, you know, that's... I know I'm making it sexual like I did with octopus, but I don't care, Nick. This just turns me on no, a little bit. I'm, I'm completely with it. Like, as somebody who used to collect, like, way back when I was, like, six years old, and then really didn't touch Pokemon probably from about seven years old onwards. Like, I never got into playing the games or anything like that. A lot of people like going about you know Pokemon Diamond and Ruby and all this being like these phenomenal games that just never interested me but people packing like spending money on cards and not guaranteeing money back and kind of not knowing what your reward's going to be is really kind of, it's kind of like gambling. Like it's, it's yeah. really is like you're spending a hundred grand on 10 packs or five packs or whatever. And you don't know what you're going to get back. No. You might only get 20 grand out of that and you're an 80 yeah. grand loss. And, but you might, it's all about that potential of hitting that jackpot. And that is like really exhilarating to watch. Well, it's funny. You go. To, you said that rabbit hole. And when you told me about um, rabbit holes, three came up and they're definitely not as, um, it's, in depth as that, they're just very simple. The first one that I, I used to go down all the time, and there was a massive community, was toilets. So what it was, <laughs> there were to- <laughs> so there was a whole YouTube commu- community. <laughs> go on, what? what? Go on, judge me, Mitch, before I go no, and tell you how exciting it is. I feel like I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, you thought Pokemon was bad, and then I say toilets, and everything kind of comes into place. I wish I could see my webcam reaction to that. <laughs> so the whole thing was the whole toilet community on YouTube, and the the video is simply just somebody flushing a toilet, but from different models in different countries. Oh wow! And all the comments, and like it's like people rate the flushes and everything like that. And there's there's like a list, and there's a ranking of like the best toilets in the world, and all these new age toilets of toilets that shoot water up your ass and all that and it's like this it was magical to be a part of for like the month that i was and it was just oh like these videos would get thousands and thousands of <laughs> I mean, stop bloody judging me i can see you through the screen you are like i'm bright red <laughs> I know. You, are, you are losing your mind but it was it was so like and people would like it would just be like, okay, model XCT Nivea. I don't know who fucking makes toilets, right? But like, whatever it would yeah. be. And then the flush would go and be like, first comment, ah, it must be an Australian toilet because it's, <laughs> it's spinning the wrong way. And I'm like, that's a Simpsons. Is that a Simpsons reference or what? Like, what's oh, going on? Oh, mate. No, all right. So, toilets. All right, Nick. I reckon. I don't know. I, I honestly. That stumped me. You have fully stumped me with that. 
<laughs> I don't know where to go. Do you have any others? Because I got two more that I have. I um, I, I, you know, I've just got to let you go because no matter what else I say, I could just go. Give okay. me your others. So one of them was a very was just one solitary video that I could find. It's been taken off YouTube since. I couldn't find. I was trying to refind it today. Couldn't find it. Sounds it at like all. me on Pornhub yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was like this hour long documentary on why all Jews are from Mars, and I was just. <laughs> Oh my god! And I, oh my god! Holy shit! And it was like I was watching it, and I'm like looking. I'm like, who the fuck came up with this? Was George the LSD dealer making this fucking video while he's on a trip or what? But like conspiracies, as though it wasn't there a conspiracy that Australia doesn't even yep, exist doesn't and we're exist. all actors. We don't exist. And if you're listening people- to this in America, I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> I. I did have a family member, I won't name any who it was, but I did have a family member try to convince me that there is a alien base on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> and <laughs> and they, I, they, this is the same family member that thought you needed a passport to go to Tasmania. I'm not even joking about that. So you imagine me when I got this argument on Christmas Day a couple of years ago. I kind of rubbed my hands together yeah. <laughs> and kind of went, I'm ready for this argument. <laughs> Another fantastic rabbit hole to go down quickly is when you go on YouTube and you look up regional Victoria or regional Australia ads <laughs> and they are the most incredible thing. Like, I don't know, do you remember Big Kev's laundry detergent? <laughs> yeah. And there's like this big guy in an Australian shirt. There's three women doing the washing. He burst through a sheet on a clothes like through a clothes he's like you haven't tried Big Kev's have you and I'm like this is beautiful I'd buy that Big Kev told me to get it like they're fantastic you haven't tried Big Kev's have you what a line now what did that not line. how did that not stick in fucking Australia infamy or <laughs> well, at least in oh, ours mate but yeah, Mate. I think like YouTube rabbit holes are so fun because like you can go down it and know how fucking stupid it is and how pointless it is, but it still doesn't make it any less entertaining. And like it, you can really understand like your type of humor by listening to other people talk about these ridiculous rabbit and holes. I think the most annoying thing is when you become so fascinated by something, like me with the Pokemon guy, mm. you really want to talk to someone about it. You want there to be somebody that you can be like, hey, have you seen Leon Hart's latest video? That was a great pull he did, wasn't it? No, wait, <laughs> by the way, it's what you call getting a Pokemon card. I wasn't watching a man have a wank, <laughs> by the way. You're right. Like, I just want to talk to a Jew and ask him if they are from Mars. You're right. I just want to talk to somebody. You just bitch. want to talk to them. <laughs> but every time I do, they just hiss at me. <laughs> I'm just going down all these weird stereotypes. Oh, oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Is there anything you want to say? Any final words, Nick? I just don't want anybody to judge us um, for, uh, for our ill predictions for my octopus teacher. I don't want anyone to judge us for uh, our relationship with an LSD dealer from Georgia. And I just don't want anyone to judge us on our YouTube rabbit holes uh, consisting of Pokemon cards, toilet flushing and Jews on Mars. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm taking that back. People can 100% judge Nick on watching an hour of toilets. You have every right to send hate mail through to me and I will share it next week. So thanks everyone for listening and we will uh, see you next week. Cheers.